Welcome to Come to the Cookout, where you are all invited to join us. There's a little something for everyone, whether you want to take a big bite out of what's cooking on the grill, or just a little parch and need some tea, or just want a little something sweet. Don't worry, we keep raisins out of our potato salad. And hopefully, you'll leave with a plate full, even if you ain't bring nothing. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. On this week's episode, I'm your host, Tzombin Cleave, but y'all can call me T. And I'm joined by Brooklyn. You ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go get it. How y'all doing? You hungry? You want a little something sweet? Or you just a little parched and need some tea? Welcome to this week's episode of Come to the Cookout. I'm your host, Tzombin Cleave, and I'm joined by Brooklyn. Well, uh, it's a new week. And I don't know about you, but I am tired. I know we say this, <laughs> there's a lot going on. It is. Adulting is hard. I was just talking to my cousin earlier, and she was, uh, before she off the phone, she's like, oh, I'm my, uh, your, your, my little cousin, her daughter, she wants to say hi. She wants to say uh, goodnight. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so we were talking or whatever, and I was asking her how she was doing in school and how was, you know, is she being good and everything. And I was like, I'm about to go take a nap. And she's like, nap? I was like, yeah. Anytime I get a chance to take a nap, you don't you don't want to go take a nap? And she's like, no, I hate nap time. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, just say that now. You're going you to wish for them naps when you don't have them anymore, any longer. What's on the grill? I'm just going to touch on this because it's, it's, it's in the news, but I am... I'm tired of talking about it at this point. But so if you haven't heard about the slap heard around the world. Oh, you, you, then you ain't listened to our last two podcasts. And so you need to stop what you're doing right now and go over there and then come back. Go ahead. But Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars for degrading his wife on national on a national platform. And as a result of that, uh, he resigned from the academy. He's no longer a part of the voting ma- majority. And the ruling body has now banned him from uh, participating in the Oscar ceremony for 10 years. Now, that doesn't mean that he can't you know, be nominated for awards or win awards. He just can't go to the ceremony. So my thing is, I didn't want to go in the first place, personally. Right. Like, I don't understand. I mean, not to be funny, but what's the point of that punishment? So you're telling me that I don't have to buy an outfit, go be fake around people that I don't even care about anyway, be the possible target of ridicule again, and and I can still win an award for my work? All right, cool. Send me send it to me in the mail. Yeah, I don't, have, uh, I don't know how I would feel about it personally, but... As far as I could care, I could care less. Like, at this point, I don't want to see Will Smith. I don't want to see Jaden Smith. I don't want to see Jaden. I don't want to see Willow. I don't even know what's Trey. I don't care about none of them. What's I don't even want to see Dr. Smith, B. Smith. I, if, your, if your name starts with Smith, I don't want to see Sam Smith, okay? That's how done I am with Smiths in the Smith family. If you're a blacksmith, I don't even want to see you. You know what? I don't need your help. Just go on. I'll figure it out. I don't. I don't care. I don't want to. I'm mad at the situation. Like they're just they're just making an example of him, which is stupid to me. I don't. There. So there are so many other people who have done worse 
and I I get that it, it violence is never the answer. You know, he did like he did cause an altercation on television. But like Phil Spector, Phil Spector won an award in what in two thousand two I believe he won the best director and he accepted it remotely because he literally cannot come back into the country because he has rape charges. Like he if he steps foot into the US he will be arrested because of a rape of a minor. But he was still allowed to win his Oscar and still be invited to ceremonies. So they're just it's just another Ciao. I can't. I, again, I'm, I'm at a loss. Well, I'm going to shift your focus then uh, since you don't want to talk about the Smiths. This is not a Smith that I'm going to bring up now. Um, it is an unfortunate situation. However, there are extenuating circumstances. Uh, so I don't know if you've heard about the Christian uh, Abumsele murder. No, I, I don't believe I have. What is that? Uh, so... Christian Abumsele, and I'm probably murdering that name. He was a Niger- Nigerian uh, that was living in America. He had uh, mm-hmm. an influencer girlfriend, and uh, Excuse she recently me? murdered him. She was found uh, covered in his blood. Uh, allegedly, there was an altercation that happened, and it's currently being... Uh, reported that it was in self-defense that she took this man's life. Um, now, the family of the victim is, you know, asking for the community to uh, come forth and help bring light to this situation. And the community is like, nah, we good. Because uh, um. The murderer, allegedly, the alleged murderer is his girlfriend. Uh, she's a influencer named, you know, I didn't even write down her name because I didn't even care. Her, her name is Taylor something, but her name has not been publicized because allegedly when she was found, she had a, uh, a mental break and so she was taken in and Baker acted, which is a, a Florida law. So in Florida... The Baker Act allows law enforcement as well as doctors, mental health professionals, and judges to commit a person to a mental health treatment center for up to 72 hours if certain violent or suicidal tendencies are displayed. So she killed her boyfriend, and then she was suicidal. She's having a a mental break or whatever, right? So she's being painted as the victim herself because she's saying that it was self-defense. However, in interviews from close friends, they have indicated that in the past, the perpetrator of the domestic abuse was her. Like, she's been seen to, you know, attack him, hit him, cause bodily harm to him. And there are people that are on regular saying that we've seen her hit him. So his family is now calling on the black community to come to come out because it's not there's not a lot of coverage of this murder or of this case right now and so black women in particular are like no we're good because we've also recovered instances of him belittling black women on in social media um you know talking about how black girl black women are ghetto and they they're no good and blah 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 it's just like a history of like just degrading and the girl that he that murdered him is a white girl. So it just shows like when the fetishization of white women goes wrong. But so let me just ask you a question. Sure. 
do you think if you murdered your significant other mm -hmm. yourself, mm -hmm. how long would it be before you were out of jail? Oh, I, I mean, as a brown skin man, I would say hmm, probably 25 to life. Oh, so uh, because she committed the act on April 3rd. Mm -hmm. She was out on bail on April 4th, bailed out, and posted to her OnlyFans. There are no charges that have been brought against her currently. And on the 8th, she was chilling in a Miami bar and had to be like, she was basically embarrassed away because one some uh, uh, this black woman that was a patron there recognized and was like, so you just out here chilling? You just killed your, your boyfriend. And you just chilling in a Miami bar right now. Like, that that's what we doing? I mean, I, you have me here again with no words because what else would I expect in America? It's it's what it's things I see every day, just a new face, a new person on it. You keep acting surprised every time we come over here and I tell you every single time. You for every one person you give me, I could look and probably find four others just like it. Like I don't know what why you would think it would be different. Now, I think the outcome to your point will be different depending on what the background of the defendant is, right? And I think that's where it goes back to the systems that are in place and how they're built and who they are built for, right? Because that, that woman being out on the street is probably worth more than her being in the, in the slammer. My question is, though, how does, a, how does a perpetrator become the victim so quickly in this situation I mean, I'm sure she'll get a Purple Heart or one of those stars or a key to the city because she murdered a black man. I also do have to preface this with that this did happen in Florida. I mean, so you should have started with that and then nothing after that <laughs> would have been a surprise to me. You know, they again, they're getting 10 feet alligators. Why would I be surprised about this? Okay. Well, Let's shift gears because no, I don't really want to stay talking about murder. I mean, at least not this this form of murder. Because uh, I I believe we're going to shift back. But um, so you know, the last two years have been a lot, right? We have been in a unprecedented event. I never thought that I would live through a global pandemic. You know, we have our lives have changed ir irrevocably forever. The way that we see work has changed. The way that we uh, interact with people has changed. We're doing this podcast over uh, the internet. Like we, I'm in on the East Coast, and you're on the West Coast. Um, but you know, I know that you you were traveling recently, so you got to see a different area of the of the country. And so sure. you know, the the pandemic is coming to an end, right? No, no. it is not. Um, yeah, I mean, I look, I have at this point decided that I will continue to wear my mask in public regardless. From this point on, I don't care. Like, whenever the whatever the new norm is, it's that's my new normal in public, on trains. Like, I, I, 
I go into the office twice a week, so I work from home most of the week. But Tuesday, uh, recently, I've been going into the office on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so when I'm in the office, I don't wear a mask because there's generally like a handful of people. It's a large office. And so I don't wear a mask because I'm usually in an office with, with my door closed. And then there's like little interaction with the office staff like as a whole. There's usually like one or two of us on lunch at the same time, but it's not that big a deal. However, walking into the building, mask on. In the elevator, mask mm. on. On the train, mask on. Um, and now, because cases are starting to surge again. Well, you don't uh, say. Mas- hmm. Yeah, mask mandates are coming back. Hmm. Uh, Philly is reinstating their indoor mask mandate. And so I'm just, I'm just curious to see what other states are going to follow suit because you know we're going into the springtime into the summer so people are like out and full like there's i was walking today for lunch and people are out in new york on the street maskless like living their best life and i'm just like do you boo well i mean but if not i'm me. not mistaken anderson cooper just tested positive for COVID 19 like it doesn't care who you are like i i I am at this point, like most things in the world, nothing shocks me anymore. Unless the only thing that can shock me is like aliens coming down from the sky, like from uh, uh, to visit this planet. Because while I was traveling, I went to a red state. In this red state, the hotel manager, I saw her three times in the morning because she worked a graveyard shift and I would wait for my Uber every morning or a ride. This lady, one day she said, to me specifically, she's looking at me. She was like, it's clear, talking about the the shot. She said, it's clear, it's see-through. What's that going to do for you? Uh, Bitch, an IV is clear. What the fuck does that do for you? I thought, but again, (laughs) the Lord said, you you know, know know where you are. So I said, "Mm mm-hmm. Then the the other day she was like, I've had COVID probably two or three times. I said, bitch. Why two or three times? I, luckily, she was already six feet, but I need you to back, back, back the fuck up because now you you, you a little too close to me. I'm gonna need all that shit. Remember Mike Jones? Back up, back. Give me fifty feet. That's what I felt like. Give me my fifty feet. The bitch kept talking about, uh, th- but every day she was talking to someone that was either in the lobby waiting for their bus or whatever, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Nobody had a mask on. Nobody cared, and I'm sitting around here like, what is wrong with people? Like. I don't understand that. I don't understand how you can say I've had COVID two or three times and then still be like, oh, it's nothing. Uh, Because you know what it is? Because they didn't have a, they didn't have a, what's it called? Strong enough reaction or uh, they weren't in the hospital. It's still a problem. I I don't, but I, but still, I don't, like at this point, you don't die from the flu. Correct. But I don't want to get it. Uh, We, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, it, it's reckless endangerment. I wish I could sue people or do stupid things. Like if there was some sort of repercussion like that, I think people would take things a little bit more seriously. But at this point to to your kind of beginning thing, a lot of people feel it's over. A lot of people feel like it's done. We've hit a place in life where everything is back to normal. And so with that being said, we're going to keep doing what is wonderful. Like, Making new laws that make no sense. Likewise. So here's the thing. I 
I don't have a uterus. You sure? I'm sure. Okay. I don't have a uterus. I am a man. Okay. I was born male. Um, and I thank God every day that I don't have one because if I had to deal with menstrual cramps and a cycle every month, I would probably die mm. because I don't like pain. And um, if I'm not mistaken, a recent uh, scientific study finally equated uh, menstrual cramps to having a heart attack. So women have heart attacks every month. And I, I'm not. <laughs> wait, in the, wait, in... wait, wait. Who said this? There was a recent scientific study that equated like the pain threshold of menstrual cramps to having a heart attack. That's crazy. So absolutely, I not. absolutely not. Don't want to have a heart attack every and, month. So and the the heart attack is in your your, your hoo ha. And you still got to go to work. Ah, bitch, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. <laughs> do no. Not, so do not sign me up. Look, look. I no, I I am friends with a lot of women. Anyone <laughs> that says that the male is the stronger sex is a liar. <laughs> because I know for a fact that if I had to deal with a, a cycle every month, I would not be able to function. So that's whatever. Now, with that being said, I, I know that you've heard about all these reproductive rights laws that are coming up, popping up all over in all these states. But the most recent one is like the Oklahoma abortion ban, mm-hmm. which bans abortion pretty much at conception because you can't perform an abortion past six weeks and a lot of women don't even know that they're pregnant at six weeks uh so what this would do is it would allow it would allow anyone performing an abortion to be guilty of a felony it would allow a hundred thousand dollar fine and up to 10 years in prison and this vote passed by a margin of 70 to 14 in Oklahoma. It was approved by the Senate in March, and now it goes to the governor. Well, I mean, I think my, I'm a good it on a t-shirt. That doesn't surprise me to them. Why? Because you're talking about the Bible Belt. The Bible Belt, again, are going to be heavily leaning Christian or, or Christian leaning, however you want to say it, right? And so they're going to have a different understanding of what life means and what murder means. We were just speaking about the Christian Ovalstein murder, right? That's a very cut and dry. You murdered your partner, boyfriend, whatever. Here, it's a very unclear definition based on who you're speaking with. Some people think about as soon as the semen enters your little uvula, whatever it's called, and it's all up in there swimming, bitch, you can't kill my semen. I'm taking you to jail. Do not pass go do not collect $200. Whereas... That's the worst part. Well, not that's not the worst part. Of it. The worst part is that the bill exists. But it also allows private citizens to file civil suits against anyone performing an abortion. So, like, if my son got you pregnant and you go to the doctor and give him an abortion and I don't want you to have an abortion, I can now sue. And I don't, it's, not, it's not even my child. That's a, I mean, that's, uh, it, it puts so much, it puts the responsibility into everyone's hands, except for the person who has to carry the baby, the child. Right. I think, I think that's why I've always been a strong proponent of, we should, I need somebody, 
who's bold enough to be either a female or whatever that starts suing these motherfuckers who decide to put semen in them. Because it's almost like if you remember, because the, the, the reason why I thought about this is because I was watching Legally Blonde the other day. It was like on and it was, I was like, oh, let me watch this. It's been so long. There was a part where they were talking about the case where I guess someone was pregnant and whatever uh, from a sperm donor, a sperm donor. And she was saying, well, wait a minute. If he's not checking on every single uh, person that, or every single deposit that he did at the sperm bank, then technically that's uh, reckless negligence. negligence. So like, how could you do that? And I was thinking it was such a crazy thing, even in that, or in that section of the movie but i was like that's actually a great point because until i don't understand in this day and age how in the year of our lord men have the nerve to police someone's uterus again i i still don't understand that to this day and i've been on this earth for quite some time already right number one i don't understand secondly how you're going to force someone to do something they don't want to do with their body as well. Because it's not like I'm going to go, oh, I'm, I have a cavity. I'm not going to go get my, my root canal or my filling. So that's pain on me that, and I made the choice to do. You're telling someone, no, I'm going to go pull your teeth out and you don't have a choice about it, even if you can't pay for it or you don't know how you're going to pay the dentist. Because that's what you're telling Well, that's the, other, that's the other side of that coin. So I'm going to make you have this child that you don't want, but then I'm going to talk about, I'm not going to assist you and provide you with the services that you need to support this child. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense to me because it, it, it's, I mean, I was, it's funny because I, I I didn't know if you were going to bring this up or not, but I was looking because obviously with the um, the other band that had recently went into effect, I was reading this article because they were saying, hey, you think this is crazy or whatnot. Oklahoma's about to sign something, but there's even more. And so it's like out of the 50 states, like I would say 16 of them, including four of them have two different types of abortion bans on the books at the same time. So depending on which category you fall in, it's very dicey dose, very uh, jump jump rope. Are you going to jump in? Are you going to jump out? But they have so many different types of bans that you have to understand how do you, it's so confusing that they're going to, it's like, I gotcha. Like, cause they always go by last menstrual period. And so when you think about that, like, what if you have an irregular period? Just thinking, right? Like, So now you're going to say, because I had it earlier, had it later, whatever the case, you're going by that date. First of all, how do you know when I was on my last fucking period? Not again, I'm a man, so I can't speak to women's business. I stay out of women's business, but these are the things like there's three states that, that uh, are attempting to abandon it completely. Eight states at six weeks, one state at eight weeks, one at 12, two at 15, two at 18 and two at 20. That's all within the first trimester almost. First slash, you know, first and a half. Like women don't even, to your point, like you stated earlier, some people, some women don't even know until six to 12 weeks. What the fuck is happening? Also, what about those pregnancies that shouldn't be carried to term? Like it's because a lot of these, at least I know Oklahoma um, allows it if there is medical distress. So if it is detrimental to the life of the mother, then there is an exception. Right, but what does that definition but, mean? Because what about me? But if me having this baby is going to be stressful to me because I'm either A, a single parent, 
B, I have no financial way of, of, of paying for this. Maybe I can't even be out of work because you're thinking about women who have a work at Walmart, whatever the case may be. They're not getting great benefits. They're making minimal wage. Like, what the fuck? How are they supposed well, to support this? Also, what about what about pregnancies like, and I'm going to take it just back to Grey's Anatomy because <laughs> oh it just pops Please in don't. my head. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> Amelia, her first child that she had, she had it, the baby had a medical deformity. And so it wouldn't live a normal life. Now, the baby did end up Passing. dying, but that's. Um, it's this is that's a TV show, but so if the if you have a pregnancy and your doctor says this child is not going to live a a sufficient life, it's going to be in pain, it's going to be detrimental to you and the child emotionally. Um, it's in your best interest to terminate the pregnancy, and you. Go through the process to make that decision. Like it's not an easy decision to terminate a pregnancy. Like the people that talk about women who killing their baby, it the toll that it takes on you to get to the point where you can say, "Yes, I am going to terminate this pregnancy." is not an easy decision to make. So if you are able to get to that point where you have come to terms with it, because of whatever your reason is. Who is who is anyone else to say no? You can't do that. This is to me is so baffling and backwards and and asinine because again, it's your sh- it's your shit. It's like if you want to get a vasectomy, that's your business. If you want to reconstruct the surgery, that's all your business. Like I don't care what you do with your body because guess what? It's not my body. Nothing you do is going to affect me, right? Unless you're coming into my personal space. So why are we making this? Right. If you don't like gay sex, then don't have sex with gay people. And if you don't, guess what? If you don't want to have a baby, then why are you in my uterus? Why are you in my belly? Because guess what? I can have as many babies, not me personally, but the woman that that I'm speaking for at this moment. She can have as many babies as she wants. She can have 12. She can have two. She can have 18 if if her uterus is viable and can push out. So that's her business for her and her Lord to make. This is the, the land of the free, home of the brave, that has separation of church and state. So why are all of these laws written in a Christian value? I don't understand. That's a good question. That is a good question. Mm-mm. But I would like to shift because we got a little dark and a little heavy. Um, I keep crying. No tears, just tea. And usually when I bring tea, it's because I'm bringing something that's juicy. But I am going to switch and I'm going to put something on your watch list because there are three shows that I'm watching right now. Here you go. And if you're not on them, you got to get on them. Mm -mm. The first of which is Moonlight. And we already talked about Moonlight, child. You was excited. You right, but we you... talked about we talked about Moonlight before I actually saw anything about Moonlight. Oh, like, you I hadn't seen it when we talked about it. I, no, because it hadn't come out yet. When we talked oh, about it, it was it was premiering, and I, it hadn't come out yet. So now I've seen the first two episodes, and I just have questions. They need answers, and also I need to see Oscar Isaac without the shirt on more often. But that's neither here nor there. Um. But yeah, it is fascinating because I don't really know this character and I know that he has like the social identity 
disorder and the, the way that they're doing it, I think is very intelligent because first off, he doesn't know at the beginning of the show. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to give anything away. Um, I'm just going to say that he doesn't know that he has this altar and it's just a very interesting way that they go back and forth and communicate. And with each episode, things are coming out that has me asking more questions and I just can't wait to see what happens. Mm. I mean, I watched the first episode. It was good. It was cute. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I have a lot of things on my watch list right now. So I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm not rushing home to watch it, you know. Okay, well, the next you have to get up on is Bridgerton. I didn't know, because these are based on books, I yeah, and books. I have not read the books. I have not read the books, so I don't know how it differentiates from the story in the it's book. It's a little off. Or, uh, or how it's going. But what I will say is I was I went into this season knowing that my, my boy from the first season was not going to be in it. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to watch yep, it. I remember why, you said on why, this podcast, you said, fuck that bitches. Why am I going to be invested in this show when he's not, when sexy motherfucker is not going to be on it anymore? But you had other um, people coming. The sister, the twins. They're not twins. I will, I, but I, I will say, when uh, uh, this, when the sisters came in, mm-hmm. the older sister, mm-hmm. she is stunning. Gorgeous. Like, gorgeous. Yeah. Like, and she, her delivery mm-hmm. in this show is everything that I need it to be because she's smart. She, she can is, get it anytime she wants. She is mm-hmm. she is cunning. She is she's I don't even want to say that she's seductive because she's not even trying to be but sexy. That's, that's, the ty- that's the type of sexy that is sexy. Where you ain't even trying to be motherfucking sexy. You just walk in a room, bitch, and heads turn. You just say good evening and bitches be like, ooh, did she flirt with me? Because like that's sexy. Her whole her whole thing in this season is getting her younger sister married, betrothed, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I'm just like, but every time, every time you just like smirk, I'm just like, this she is. I, she, I can't I'm wait. a gay man. I am a gay man, uh. undeniable. <laughs> but she is. You want to lose your phenomenal. star? You want to lose your silver star? Look at you. I'm about to she tell. is amazing, amazing. Because she, she and and what I will say, so. <laughs> So I have a note right here, and it's for it just says Lady Featherington because it's the the other house from the season one that like lost their money. I fucking love her because this she spun this like scheme, and I don't want to give nothing away, but like she just put a ball in motion, and then when it happened, I was like, you know what? I can't even be mad at you. I cannot even be mad at you. I still have two episodes to watch, but I it. I'm going to get good. on it at some point. Also, the the main, uh, the oldest brother. Yes. I don't know why this this flipped in my head and made him more attractive to me. I didn't realize that he is gay in real life. Yeah. Oh, and my Lord. I didn't realize that he was gay. And then I saw him in something else where he was like a gay character. And I saw him in an interview. And he has chemistry with whoever he's on screen with. But so I was like, all that's right. That's what a good actor does. Well, everyone's not a good actor. Oh, there you go. There, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> because and there was moment there are moments in the show when like it's literally just like a brush of the hand and I'm like, y'all fucking. Mm-mm. Why are you... I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> 
Make sure you're not an Uncle Hummel. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so the last uh, show that I want to bring to your attention is on Hulu, and it is called Woke, right? Uh, it's and a comedy. I don't know if you watched. It is a dramedy, I guess. Uh, it is comedic, but it is serious at times. Um, so it stars uh, Lamorne. I forget his last name. He was in, he was the black guy in the New Girl with mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel, yeah, the one that replaced um, Dame Williams Jr. Um, so he's the the lead. And so basically, when the show starts, he is like a cartoonist, and he's kind of like the unassuming black guy. He's like the the he's not he's not one of those, mm-hmm. you know. The white people love him because he's like not confrontational. He's like he's not black black. Mm-hmm. He's like the safe one, right? So along the course of the show, he gets profiled. He gets he's like hanging flyers for his show that he's gonna you know show his new work at. And he's got his headphones on and it's like in a, in a park. And so cops come and pull their guns out on him. And, you know, and then his white friend like sees this happen and like uh, confronts the cops. And so like while he's like handcuffed and thrown on the floor, his white friend is like pointing at the cops in their chests and everything. And so like they're having two drastically different. different. Yeah, I was going to say that. That don't work. <laughs> so it basically wakes him up to the world around him. And then he, like his life is like changed. So like he, he sees, he sees the racism in everyday life pretty much, but it is, uh, it's about him going on a journey of trying to figure out how he now fits in this world. Um, and you know, how it affects his art and his livelihood and his lifestyle and everything. Um, it's really good though. I'm I just started season two because season two just uh, premiered. They're all the episodes are out, so you can binge it because it's on Hulu. So they release all of them on the same day. Um, but the first two seasons are out, and they're really good. I think you should check it out. I might have to just do that. I I mean, the other two are already on my watch list. So, but I was distracted this past week with a new show that just premiered that you should put on your watch list. Now it's a little gritty. It's called uh, 61st Street. It's uh, AMC. You know how AMC, everybody got their goddamn streaming services. Y'all already heard me talk about all these things. Luckily, AMC was doing a free week pass or whatever, so I could watch the first episode because it was premiering. I was like, oh, I've been seeing this commercial everywhere. Let me see if I like it. Whatever. That's see, how they get you. That's how they got me because I'm telling you. I'm waiting. Didn't you, didn't, didn't you get stuck with a Star subscription because yeah, of this? Yeah. But th- this is why I'm saying it, it's a, it annoys me. But see, I'm I'm getting better because I said, okay, I'm not going to do it yet. I'm going to wait till the entire s- series is out, then renew, and then watch it, you know, for a month, for ten, five bucks, seven bucks, whatever. But so pretty much it's very similar if you've seen anything like The Shy or what was the one that just came out? Your Honor. Okay. It's it's the it's Peter Moffis, I think is his, how you say his name. He's a He did the Your Honor show. Um and so it's very nitty and gritty. It is uh, the way it starts out is I'm going to tell you my good friend Courtney B. Vance. Whenever his ass is in something, bitch, I'm right there with it. And he's playing a lawyer, a public defender at that, which is, of course, you know how that goes. And literally the first like 10 minutes, he's 
in court. He gets to court late. I'm, I'm not ruining anything, really. He gets to court late. Uh, he's trying to help his defendant. His defendant stole from a neighborhood, uh, like stole from the local bodega. And the judge is just being a fucking pig. Like He's like, well, why did he? He tried to invest in the South Side. And your defendant had the nerve to steal from him. He was like, he stole formula because the baby wasn't taken to his wife's or baby mama's breast. I don't know if they married or not, whatever. And so he was like, nope, he's going to go to jail for 30 months. And he's like, how does that make sense? 30 months? 30 months. So this woman just had a baby literally two, three months. Like she's crying in her in her arms in the courthouse. And you're going to send this man away. So he was like, just annoyed or whatever. Now his wife is Miss Anjanou Ellis. You, okay. I, so, already... Yes, are you, you, you going to ask me I do I ask, know who that is? I was going to ask you if you know, because you, you didn't see when I said her name. I didn't see a, a spark in the you eye. You mean Anjanou from King Richard? Anjanou from uh, Ray? Oh, yes, okay. I, I know who Anjanou Ellis is. I sure you know oh. her, 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 pedigree, her pedigree. Her pedigree is yes, like... Yes, yes. B- bam right? So, you know who she is, right? Don't so come for me. She, She's the wife, whatever. And it's just a typical... Black like, excellence over here. Black ex. Those two together are black excellence. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And he, and he's married to, to Angela Bassett. Uh, you ain't got to tell me who he married to, right? Like, again, I understand. So he probably gets some pointers from her all the time. But so pretty much it's about his him and, um, again, it was a, a person being in the wrong place at the wrong time. A track star who was about to go to college, but literally is walking across the street in the bad neighborhoods. Obviously, you know, the gang members stop him, recognize who he is and says, okay, you better run because you're a track star. You better run, represent the South Side. And the the guy, the gang member gets shot by a police officer. That uh, You know how that goes. So long story short, it was, I was like, I hate but love at the same time when you're watching a show and like your heart is beating. And you know how like right on your neck, you can feel your heart pulsate pulsating out mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i was in like oh my god what's about to happen what's going on like and i don't that's even how know i used to feel about that that's used to be great yes. yes long ago long ago not no more although this most recent episode they shut had up, a, a, shut up, a, a moment shut your face. and i was like you know what yeah. shut your face what you're not gonna do is get me excited go home and watch <laughs> and i'm gonna be upset again that's what we're not about to do okay not not today so you, I definitely would recommend that you watch that because I don't know. There's so many like nuances in every person. I'm trying to think Moses is the, the actor that is the track star. His mother, Andrine Ward Hammond. You know her? I don't know her. You don't know? Oh my God. She has been in, uh, she was in. Um, oh wait, she was in Instant Family. Yeah, She's been in so many good shows and like she always plays. Not a hard ass, but she be. Oh no, she's on the the righteous gemstone. She's the 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 pastor's. She's in manifest. That's my other show. She's in all my shows. I she's love, in claws. I, I love oh claw queen yeah, that's, sugar. Yes. So now that you know who I'm talking about, she is she is turned down in this one. Like the only reason, like I almost didn't recognize her at first because she looks like not broken down, but like whatever poor. But her her voice is so distinctive. That I was like, I turned up, looked up real quick, like let me let me put my glasses <laughs> on. I said, no, that ain't my girl. And I, she just plays, she just plays. Like I just love actresses and actors who just they understand the assignment and they give their they give you a clinic, even if it's just like because she's not a main character, nothing. She's literally on it 
maybe a minute, maybe a minute. And I was like, bitch, you bitch. know why? Cause she's still hungry. Cause she's like, I, I, I might not be Angela. That's true. But I'm trying to get on that level and but I'm yeah. acting next to Angela's husband. So I would re- highly recommend, please watch it. Uh, again, my heart was a little pump, 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 and I was like, "Oh, please," because you know, I, as soon as you see cops and black people, you be like, "Oh, some shit about to go down." It wasn't there yet, thank God, knock on wood. But that was episode one. <laughs> shit can change, um, but it is more of like a a, um, a legal thriller to make you, you know, because obviously he's gonna be accused of shit or whatever, and you're gonna have to try to figure the shit out. But it was, it was, mm, it was good. I can't wait to go watch season two. I mean, episode two. However, I need a subscription. So I'm going to need to find somebody's AMC. If you got a login, please send it to come to the cookout at gmail.com. So I can, you know, use that for a week or two so I can watch the upcoming episode. Raisins in the potato salad. You don't see that every day. Well, it sounds like you're a little bit irked already. And I haven't even told you what it's about yet. You guys do the loans, right? I do. And I'm still paying these. I'm waiting. No, speaking of student loans, where is Biden with my loan forgiveness that he promised the brother? Because I'm sitting here waiting. Well, didn't they get deferred again to like August? That See, deferred means I still got to pay the motherfucker. <laughs> you see, I know words mean things. We've talked about this. They have meaning. So therefore, I need the meaning to be, uh, what is it called? Forgave. Uh, no longer need to pay. Uh, it's clear. Like, that's what I need. I don't need deferred. Deferred is delayed. That's what that is. I know, not, no, that don't work for me. Okay. So, on the topic of schooling. Yes. I guess I, I, I want to talk about first, the, just to touch on the situation in the Ukraine and how it's still ongoing. Like, there's, there's less coverage of it uh, that yeah. I'm seeing, but it's still happening. Like, um, you know, they're sending in uh, aid, uh, NATO is sending in aid, and countries are sending in aid. The Peace Corps has gone in, and now you work a lot, right? Yes. And you hardly ever take any time off. Yes. You know what else doesn't take time off? Racism. <laughs> I was trying to see where you was going, bitch. That's rude. Because in this country that is currently under attack, the Peace Corps has been sent in to provide aid uh, to help the people that are there. And the Peace Corps basically had to tell their volunteers that when you go into Ukraine, to these are two uh, people of color, the people of color, the black volunteers, you may hear the, the N-word I, I'm because sorry, it what? is... Yes, yes, because apparently, uh, even though your country is being destroyed, you can still be racist towards the people that are trying to come in and help you. Wait, what? Yeah, apparently it's it's common. They had to be warned that you might you might hear the n word from people in the Ukraine um, as you enter the country because it's just the way that they. You know, there a lot of people have ne- their only interaction with people of color are uh, the few that they may see on uh, immigrants, or but mostly, you know, what they see in the media. So 
they might see you and call you that word. Let me tell you. Let me, let me, <laughs> see, and here I was thinking my loans were being forgiven, and you, now you bring me this bullshit. Let well, me. T- I wanted to qualify that because I wanted to get. I have this is an introduction to that topic. Oh, so there's to, there's more. There's more. Uh, so with that being said, like I said, we are sending aid to the Ukraine. Um, we are welcoming refugees to the U S. Um, and so Hampton university has HBCU. Yes. HBCU. Come on. Has taken upon themselves to offer free schooling. Oh no, 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 no. That's what we're not about to do. To 50 refugees from the Ukraine. Which has been met with a lot of backlash, specifically from their current alumni who are like, wait a minute, uh, I'm paying for my school here. Right. Uh, wait be, a minute. What is, you, the, what is the reasoning for the free, if you don't mind me asking? Like, are these people who are already enrolled in HBCU and so they just going to say, you know what, you ain't got to pay? It is an, an effort to offer... Um, to assist the refugees because they're offering free room and board and tuition. Wait a minute, bitch. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. The statement is in a, in a humanitarian effort to help those college students and families and families affected by the current climate conflict in Ukraine. Hampton University President Dr. William Harvey announced that it would invite 50, oh, I'm sorry, 50 to 100 Ukrainian and international students presently staying in Ukraine to continue their education on the HU campus this summer. After attending, I'm confused. After enjoying a summer of free education at one of the top HBCUs in the country, the Ukrainian and international students would then have the option to stay at HU. For oh, for regular tuition and fees once the summer semester starts. So they'll give they'll give you the summer for free for you and your family, and then you have the option to enroll full time. But again, that question, my question would then be, what about the candidates that are enrolling already paying? So are they taking slots away from the availability that people are trying to get into for the summer for the fall term? I'm still I'm still stuck on free room board and tuition. I mean, I'm here for you know what I'm I'm gonna I'm here for humanitarian efforts. So I'm just going to say, wow. Uh, so one person tweeted once they found us out. I attend Hampton U now. And I recently took out a $10,000 loan to pay my remaining balance. I'm beyond livid about what they are doing. I'm in the process of sending an email to the president and seeking my legal options. I could use that money and other students like me could also. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm at a loss because I mean, I, I don't, what, what did you think the outcome was going to be? Unfortunately, like because it's a we're back in off. I mean, back in office. We're back in school now, so it's no longer online learning. Like I could even maybe get away with online learning. 
Well, I think it would be different if it was like if it if we were still in the midst of the pandemic and the campuses were not being used because yeah. we were still remote. Then that that would be different. But but at the moment we are back in school. You have people who are paying tuition to stay in these campuses, and then you have these refugees who are coming in, and you're giving uh, free tuition to. If you wanted to do a, if you wanted to do a humanitarian effort, then I feel like you should have maybe set up a place for them to stay that was sponsored by the school that was not equating it to like free tuition for these these students like because then your existing students are like what about us like you you're taking our money but then giving the education to these students for free like i don't i i I don't think it was well thought out i don't think it was well planned I mean that uh, there's. I feel like there are other humanitarian efforts that they could have done yeah. to facilitate helping the refugees, and this was not it. And because technically, you're not helping them. You're giving them three months a place to live. Let's say over the summer, but you read that they do have to pay tuition in the fall, right? And I'm assuming with that would be board as well, room and board. Yeah. So, so then that's also assuming that they're going to come here and immediately be able to work, which you can't do that if you're on a right. Room. They could get a re- uh, refugee visa, but I mean that would yeah, yeah. hopefully be done within those three uh, three months. But we know how the government is, so that's but also like that's a lot to then take on immediately paying tuition for a, for a college in addition to like you have money and you're not gonna be able to get expensive. loans. Like none of that makes sense. Make it make sense. the math ain't math. Make it make sense because it's it's not working for me. Would you like to know what's working me this week? Let me know. Tell me. Now you know I have a, uh, uh, I'm a card man, card carrying member of a special organization called the Beehive. Okay. And part of the Beehive is to, you know, be part of, you know, just just making sure people keep things in check. So, to my surprise, I woke up bright and early. On Monday morning, started my day, and I saw my queen's sister trending. And I said, oh, my Lord, are we finally getting Solange? new music? Are we getting new music? Because Seat at the Table was a classic. So I'm, I want to hear Cranes in the Sky. So I said, I know my I Maybe know she's my a remix to the Proud Family soundtrack. I, I, I know my sister's coming with something. But no, 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 no. She was trending for reasons nothing to do with a single, nothing to do with an album. But fans, oh, not not fans, people inserting their two cents about the drama surrounding her teenage son, Jules, excuse me, Daniel Again? Jules the Smith. Doesn't he stay in the news? But see, this is, didn't I tell you I don't want to hear from Smiths? Didn't I tell you that earlier? This is another one of them that I didn't want to hear from. So the 17-year-old became a topic of conversation after an OnlyFans personality named Adore, who girl, original, posted their text message online claiming to be from Smith. Now, again, we're in 2022, so I could fake some shit that I was talking to Beyonce if I wanted to. 
I just put in my phone, Beyonce, have you text me? And I text you back, back and forth. And I can make it be like, oh, look, Beyonce texted me. Right? So, again, we're going to start there. Now, in this thread, they talk about being intimate and joke about having a baby together. But things get serious when Adore said if Smith impregnated her. And then taking plan B wouldn't be an option. Now, again, we were just talking about earlier women's choice. So she can do what the fuck she wanted. That's her business. Now, in a later conversation, they were supposedly discussing recently meet uh, meet up uh, where she asked him why he ejaculated inside of her. She doubled down on this decision to not take the plan B and was pretty much saying, you're my baby daddy. Now, again, this is all childish games, in my opinion. The problem I have with this is everyone attacking Solange. Like, this motherfucker ain't got no daddy. Why is everything on the mother? Yeah, why? I was about to say, why is... why? I mean, yes, he is still technically a minor. Yes. But he is 17 years old, and she does not control where he puts his dick. Thank you. All of... Like... I mean, people were dragging her to say, how dare you? You were a teenage mom. How could you not stop the cycle? If I know me, and I was a pregnant pregnant mom at 17, or I think she was 16, whatever age she was, I would not want my child to go through the same thing. Now, I just want to preference, this is all alleged. I still don't know if this is the actual pregnancy is true or not. Because obviously, again... Jules, I'm not calling him Mr. Smith, later spoke out and said the story is false. We'll see. He also uh, posted some screenshots of the alleged conversation that really happened. I, again, I don't know what's happening. I don't care. I don't I don't care. But what I do care about is protecting Black women. And I don't understand, again, why when there's joking about Black women, we laugh and no one cares. When a child does something, we're automatically going to the mother and not the father who has been in this boy's life. Why did nobody say, bruh, why, you, why, like, father, why didn't you go and teach him how to wrap it up? Where was that frustration, anger, etc. from? Missing. You know, I don't know. I, 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 I just find it repeatedly frustrating that black women are always asked to cape for everyone. Everyone. They have to they have to come to the aid of black men, the gay community, the white women, anyone in need, black women come and stand up and defend. But the minute the tables are turned, no one is there to defend black women. And it's I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I wish I had more. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I, she's, she's not in this situation. She's not the only parent. Her son is almost an adult legally. And even if, even if, even though he's not an adult, like, yes, she was a teen mother. She made her own decisions that resulted in a teen pregnancy. Right. He made his own decisions that may have resulted in a teen pregnancy. Well, what pisses me off, again, I want to be very clear here, is that the fact that Solange, and Solange alone, is being shamed by her... I want to be clear. Her son, yes, is 17. He lives with his father. 
So again, why are we why are we coming off coming at her for the, again? I'm going to say grown ass man, but he's almost a grown man, right? Making his own grown decision. Secondly, it's indicative of what childbearing what we expect from men and women when it comes to childbearing, right? Like it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. We expect the woman to do all of this work to have a baby, raise the baby. And if anything goes wrong, it's the mother's fault where there was no expectation for the man. No, everything is from the woman. Like that just makes no fucking sense to me. The male contribution to life is so minuscule, but, and they get a pass. Like, I feel like I'm sure that there's some of the comments about this whole situation is when you point out that he lives with his father, the the first question is going to be, well, why doesn't she, why doesn't he live with her, with his mother? Why doesn't his mother have custody or whatever? But you don't know what their living situation is. You don't know what they, what terms they have come to, how they come to terms with co-parenting. Yeah, it just it. it I, why it, is why is she the one that is pointed out when in this instance her son made an adult decision right. and has to live with the potential conflict consequences, right. and this all happened while he's living under his father's roof. And if we want to go there, it goes back to this whole slut shaming, not slut shaming, yeah, slut shaming of women because it's like. So what? She had a baby. Like, so what? She raised her child the best that she could at the time. And now he's living with his father because that's what they decided. Cool, whatever. But let's not act like Jules is dead. Doesn't have five kids with four different women. Like, but that's okay. So maybe he learned this behavior of sleeping sleeping with, with women with no fucking condom from his father. Have we thought about that, people? And if so, if we did think about that, why are we not again going after the father and just yelling at her because she's the, the famous person? I, Daniel's a fucking bat or retired now basketball player, whatever. Like, why are we not yelling at him? Like, let's not. It's just overall frustrating, and I'm just done with people not keeping that same energy for both sides of the situation. Cool, you want to yell at Solange for being a bad mom? I could see it if you're yelling at both sides and saying, "Hey, you all should have taught your your son better." But y'all not doing that. Y'all are just going after the mom, and I'm done. Not only because it's a launch, but y'all do it to any other, you know, Mary on the street. It doesn't matter who it is. It just so happens that this is being even more amplified because it is a celebrity, and it's very frustrating. And that's it. She ain't bring nothing. 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 Uh, so I feel like we're just going to continue to talk about women reproductive rights. <laughs> is that our theme? Is that this, our theme? This, this is the theme for this episode. Oh, I, I don't, I don't have a uterus, but I just feel like women should have the autonomy with their own bodies. I agree. Um, and I, I just want to bring up something because I saw this in the news that Britney Spears is pregnant. I, you know, I did see that too. It was trending, and I was like, I didn't, you know, I me, mean, I don't. Well, at first glance, I was like, well, you know, that's nice. That's, that's, you know, you welcome another life into the world. That's great. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, she's pregnant now because she couldn't be before. She couldn't get pregnant before because while her conservatorship was in effect, she couldn't yeah. make the decision to remove her IUD. I do remember that. So again, we had 
someone else had autonomy over her own body. She didn't have the decision. She she wasn't able to make the decision to get pregnant to bring another child into the world because of the choice was removed from her. Which is crazy to me. This is a woman who is like given the world her life. Right. But it made music for hits for years. Like She's worth millions of dollars, but That's because why. of that right because there. well, yeah, I'm and because of a moment on time, which in in all actuality, it just goes to show that the people around you have to have a good support system around you because otherwise, people just take advantage. So, this all stemmed from her uh, her her mental breakdown right. that she had. And rather than, you know, the people around her getting her help and seeing to her well-being, this conservatorship was put in place. Basically, until the, recently, it would have lasted for the rest of her life. And so it just took away all of her choice. Yeah. Luckily, with like the the backlash and the, the documentary that came out and the, you know, with the, luckily she had some, at least one person on her side that got her a good lawyer. The conservatorship was removed and now she has the ability to make her own decisions again. And now she's pregnant and she's got able to welcome another child into the world. But it's wild to me. It is a hot mess is all I can I I think, like I said, I think the main thing here is because it's money related, people don't want to give up that. Money is power and power, like think about it, like not to be evil and, and, and going back to our previous topic, but some of these people have been living off Britney Spears or Solange for years, right? Like Solange wasn't Beyonce, but she had a solo album at what, 11, 12? 16 like or she was writing doing background vocals and on tour with destiny's child britney started on the the mickey mouse club with justin and then think about having a public breakup for for miss miss spears in the way that it was where you got a man going over here writing a hit cry me a fucking river over it making it seem like she cheated even you know like all of it talking about her sexual uh escapades like that all of this is just a lot for me and people lived off her and said no bitch you can't have no baby because i need you to get that las vegas residency no bitch i need you to go on tour no bitch i'm gonna need you to do a cd so i can make some like it's just i hope in the next upcoming years that some of these conservatorship laws change because if it wasn't for the documentary and the outcry from fans and stuff it would have got like she would still be in that conservatorship like think about it she was in it for almost 20 years because i mean she's about to be she's 40 now right like yeah because it's it has to be yeah this entire time because me and britney were in high school together i mean not really but you know uh i was rocking with britney hit Mm -hmm. me baby one more time Uh -uh. Mm -mm. no thank you well, I pr- I wish her the best and cannot wait to see is she is she with her her, her man still? Yes. He fi- yeah, he fine. I know. He fine. 
I mean, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a pretty baby. That's gonna be. I know that is crazy. You better go ahead. You better go ahead, Miss Spears. Do your thing. I honestly did not know that Herschel Walker is running for the Senate. Oh, right? because Ciao. Herschel Walker is a former football player, Donald Trump supporter. His son is Christian Walker, who was big on TikTok for a minute for his tirades about. Wait, no, I did not know that though. The, you didn't the, know that was his son. No, the 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 black guy who was like Republicanish, like really yes, the the always no. had like a Starbucks cup and was like, yeah. Trump, Trump is the president, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's I, his son. Wow. The apple didn't fall far from the tree. Okay, carry on. So I didn't know that he was running for Senate. I didn't think, I didn't know that was a real thing. Um, oh, wow. But so that's I like recently I looked it up because I saw that he was trending because apparently he's not showing up for, he didn't show up for his first major debate and has no plans of like, Showing up to rallies that aren't um, pro him. No, 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 not even that. Like he, have you ever heard him speak? Um, yes, uh, he was at the White House for something for him when it was blocks for Trump, and he just said he's yeah, he didn't sound the bestest. He is not the brightest bulb, Mm-mm. and he's not. He he's not he's not giving you any Obama speeches. He's he's not oh, that kind. Like, of... First of all, first of all, let me explain something to you, Tom. Don't you ever fix your lips to put Herschel Walker anywhere near. No pro. I don't care if there's a comma, period, colon. Don't even put him on the same stanza as Obama. Please don't do that. Just because don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't let it happen again, please. Carry well, on. I mean, I. It doesn't look like he's going to go far because he refuses to debate. He refuses to do any public speaking that isn't basically tailored around his strengths. Um, and I still think that it's a joke. I No, he's doing it because uh, your, fr- your, your friend Trump uh, endorsed him. So, I mean, just... That's your people's. So it's not it's not my people. That's your people's. at all. <laughs> I, speaking well, speaking all, of that's, that's all I got to say about that. Speaking speaking of people who Trump has endorsed, depending on what day of the week that you work walk woke up on, I have to discuss your good friend Lady G, Lindsay. So April seventh was a day that went down in history. At around 1.53 p.m. Eastern Time, the Senate mm-hmm. formally confirmed Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson as the next associate judge, excuse me, justice, on the Supreme Court. Everybody was happy. Everyone was like, oh, my God, girl, you do it. You did that thing, bitch. I mean, they didn't say it. I said bitch. But, you know, they'd be like, you did that thing, right? Now, a couple of things I want to point out, actually, while we're on this topic, right, real quick. So as she was getting confirmed, do you know the Republicans walked the fuck out, number one? We didn't need you anyway. Bye. You, you now. How, where's the decorum? Weren't y'all bitches talking about? But anyway, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. Nobody does uh, So literally six hours later, at around eight twelve Eastern time, PM, your good friend Lady G, Republican Lindsey Graham, congratulated the first black woman ever confirmed to the nation's highest court by releasing an attack ad. 
So the it's a minute long video. It begins with this declaration, which I wrote down. Let me make sure I have it right. In the last several years, we've had three Supreme Court hearings. The game has changed. Remember Amy Coney Barrett? How they came after her. Remember Kavanaugh? I do. Compare that hearing with what ju- with what happened to Judge Jackson is ridiculous. She wasn't ambushed. I asked her hard questions, and she gave bad answers. Well, I, I want to stop you, Mr. Uh, Graham, because right off the bat, we've actually had four Supreme Court hearings in recent years, not three. Um, as for whether people remember Amy Coney Barrett, I, I certainly do. In fact, I remember one specific Republican senator. I believe the name was Lindsey Lindsey Graham. And I believe you said going back on your word and rushing to confirm her in the midst of an a, of a presidential election. So let's not act like the game has changed. I also remember Brett Kavanaugh, if I remember correctly, uh, his confirmation hearing and the GOP senators' indifference to credible allegations of sexual misconduct and the nominee's background. In comparison to those two, the hearings of Jackson's process is ridiculous, only because Democrats took the confirmation process in 2022 more seriously than you motherfuckers did back in those days, in 2019 and 2018. So let's not act like things are fucking different. So, and, 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 and what frustrates me is he pats himself on the back for asking quote-unquote hard questions when the records show that his questions weren't difficult, they were cringe-fucking-worthy. On a scale of 1 to 10, how faithful are you? In terms of a... Which, which has nothing like, to do with her job. Nothing! Like... Let's not, I, I want to give his last pitch that he put in the video, which I also wrote down. He said, I voted no to Judge Jackson, and now I understand why the radical left wanted her so badly. She's a judicial activist. She gets outcomes she wants no matter how the law is written. And when it comes to crime, her record is very, very dangerous. That doesn't work with me. Motherfucker. You have no say now. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's almost like someone who wants a participation trophy when you didn't win the game. Like, she has been confirmed. Why are you... What, what the fuck is it? So, here's the, here's the thing that I have been noticing is that they... The Republicans seem to be so upset, up in arms about everything that's happened. Like, because her... Judge Jackson's confirmation hearing was just another attack on a black woman. It attacked her character, her work ethic, her... Her uh, accomplishments. It was just another attack on a black woman. But it's they're also upset because even the candidates that they put in place, like the two other two, Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett, have not been voting the way that they they assumed they would. Not yet. And, and, they're waiting yeah, for the well, big and, one. But yes. But in recent I mean, cases, those they, were cal- those were calculated because I think the two that they're really wanting to protect is the abortion one and they want to go um uh gay marriage is the second one and the third one is campaign finance and those they should unless lightning strikes they should vote party lines which means that roe v wade would be overturned gay marriage would be overturned and then possibly campaign financing so I mean, it it it's just what I like. I, we don't even have to dive into the the specifics of like 
what's going to happen. What frustrates me is like, you released this ad and paid for this ad knowing that it was that she was confirmed. Who are you like? Who are you trying to like? I'm confused on what was the purpose of it. Who are you trying to uh, trying to convince? Number one, number two, you don't even have to. You're not even up for re-election till 2026, so it's not like you're you're part of this year's you know uh, crop of people that are going to be campaigning. What was your purpose except for to be to try to undermine her popularity, which well, you that, can't hold a torch to her. Yeah, but that's enough. Like it's just another another way. Like like we like we've been talking about. It's just another way to disrespect a black woman that is overqualified for her position. Uh, listen, at the end of the day, I'm tired of y'all, and y'all need to go out somewhere and just pass it to the younger people. Let's try something new. And at this point, I just want something a little sweet, something that just makes me happy, that makes me not have to want. I just need a little something sweet. Come with me, baby, we'll get it. That coffee and the cream are together. Well, I can tell you what makes me happy. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you have read any of these books, but I have. And if, even if you haven't read the books, I'm pretty sure you've at least seen one of the movies. Um, Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief. Oh, my Lord. You in this movie. And the books. movie is okay. The movie is, it's not like my favorite movie. The books are phenomenal. I actually, now that they're making a Disney Plus show, I think I might go back and reread the books. It's like a, it's a huge series. I believe it's like 15 books between the two, if I'm not mistaken. It might be more than that. But I want to go back and reread it. So they just announced that they found their Percy Jackson. Um, and it is the kid that was just in the uh, Adam Project with. Oh, I saw that one. The, the little kid from that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that one. He was cast as Percy Jackson. Interesting. And I haven't seen the Adam Project yet, so I don't know how good he is or not. But uh, from what I'm hearing, everyone is very excited that he was cast. Um, they think that he will embody the role really well. Um, I don't know the timeline of the movie because as far as I know, they've only announced him being cast so far. But I can't wait. I am so excited that we are going to get to see a full-length like television show because if my problem with the movies is that they try to cram so much into a small time, a time of a space of time. Mm-hmm. And the books are so expansive and the world is so rich that you lose the essence of the book in the movies that you got, specifically the second one. The second one is called The Sea of Monsters and you got two monsters in the whole mm-hmm. movie. Not counting the... Well, well yeah. you didn't say... you didn't, you didn't The C means you see S-E-E two. See, you didn't read uh-uh. it. You got to read no. it correctly. S-E-A... And throughout the book, you were introduced to uh, Greek gods, demigods of ocean, of the ocean, the water, the sea, the winds, the uh, monsters like the like Echidna and Cerebus, Cerberus, or uh, not Cerberus, uh, Charybdis, Echidna and Charybdis. Yeah. So. And there they go back to the old idiom uh, between a rock and a hard place because uh, 
traveling through, I believe it's the Aegean Sea is where this myth takes place. And on one side is Echidna throwing rocks into the ocean. And on the other side is uh, Charybdis, which will swallow you whole into the depths of the ocean. So you have to like navigate between the two to try not to die. Um, But you don't get that in... Well, you do get Charybdis. You got like a large whirlpool of teeth in the movie. But that was really it. But I'm excited for this project to come to fruition because I'm a big kid and I can't wait to see what they do. <laughs> uh, the things that made me smile, because I forgot, I, I, I'm reading my, my note here. So I have two things that are that are simple. The first one is politic related, but it made me smile. Your good girl, your good Judy, Senator Marsha Blackburn. <laughs> this bitch is stupid. <laughs> Sorry. She said, Tennesseans want a wall on our southern border. <laughs> and so you, you know the internet, the internet likes the internet. So everybody was drawing Tennessee with this border around <laughs> yeah. Alabama and shit. And it just, I don't know why it just tickles me pink when I see shit like that. Because I'm like, what is wrong with you, girl? I know. Like, I saw somebody that did that and they were like, what did, what did Alabama do to y'all? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that? Like, I don't understand. So that was my first one. My second one is, so I know you, actually I have two, so two additional ones. So sorry. My other one is about this new uh, serial killer clown that gets exposed. What? Let me, let me, so it's a trailer that Netflix docuseries, they have this docuseries called Conversation with a Killer, right? Um, and so I am so intrigued because I'm like, I, I have an obsession with clowns. That's why I love the Joker, all these other things. And now the weird thing is like, this is a gay serial killer clown. And so it happened in the seventies in Waterloo, oh, Iowa. John Wayne Gacy? Yes. You also, see, you know who it is. Look at you. You got a come yeah. on, see? Yes. I didn't really, I didn't know anything about him until the, I saw this trailer. Um, really? So, yeah, I had no, when I say no idea, uh, no idea. So behind closed doors, he preyed on young men, alcohol, violent acts, all this shit. Police arrested him, I think, in like right before the 80s. So I'm intrigued to kind of watch this. Um, it's in his own words and like uh, unheard tapes. So I'm always like, I love when I hear it from the killer's mouth kind of thing. So can't wait to see this. Uh, it's supposed to premiere April 20th, right when I get back. Oh, no, right while I'm on my trip. So hopefully on the plane, I can watch that and be like enthralled. Mm-hmm. And then my happy thing that really, really made me smile was a Academy Award winner, Charlize Theron. Uh, and streaming giant HBO made an announcement. Uh, they have an, ad- an adaptation uh, of a, their newest queer project, DC Comics, uh, of You Brought Me the Ocean, the book for, for the Aqualad protege of Aquaman. Um, and he's supposed to be a gay teenager. So Theron will produce the, produce the show. Uh, this is as of like six hours ago. It remains unclear of like how they're going to be putting it together, but obviously I'm sure it'll be right around for Pride. You know how these, these organizations like to push shit out for the Pride time. So you and your friends can get out there and Pride and, uh, you know, have some fun with some Aqualad. Um, so here's here's the thing though with DC. This is my problem <laughs> because like no, I am a Marvel head, right? Mm-hmm. But 
DC arguably has the better characters. Don't you do it? Don't you do it? Don't no, do what it. I'm Don't saying is that DC is ahead of the game when they when they when they are with creating characters of a color, characters with a diverse background, characters that are that represent the LGBTQIA community. The problem with DC is that they don't take those properties and then put them into their mainstream because the reason like a lot of people talk about the guard uh, the uh Green Lantern movie how it wasn't great, right? Ryan even Ryan Reynolds Ryan, talks about yes, talks about it himself. He was and he was he starred in it. The reason that it didn't make any money is because you took the property and you took instead of making that movie with John Stewart who all of the the my generation grew up knowing because of the unlimited the cartoon that was out he was the green lantern that everyone knew didn't nobody care about Hal Jordan instead of taking the black guy that everyone grew up watching on television and making that green lantern movie you went back to the the original who isn't even the best character like he isn't even the best the best guardian but you made that movie and nobody wanted to see it. And so what my question is now, like when you say that he, they're making the movie about Aqualad, the, the protege. So there's two of them in, mm-hmm. in, in, well, there's multiple that have been Aqualad, but the one that is most com- the most prominent specifically right now it's is currently one. is, yeah, he's currently Aquaman, but yes. Uh, a lot of kids grew, or a lot of people grew up watching Young Justice with Calderon, the black one. Yeah. As so right Aqualad. now, Jake, H- Jake Hyde, who uh, I will repeat is African American teen, uh, so he will be the person in the in the show. He's ahead of a, of a swim team. My question that I have, which I didn't want to bring up, but since you opened the motherfucking door, let's go. Will it have any continuity with Aquaman that's about to be released? Like, no. You know I me. Mean? Like, I, come on. No. Come on. No. Don't do it. No. Come on. Absolutely like, not. Absolutely. This is D- this is DC uh-huh. we're talking about. DC is rebooting. It's rebooting, so it should be fixed. Okay, I was going to talk about this next next week or next <laughs> episode, but since we're talking about this now, no, they're not. Yes, they are. What do you mean? No, no they're not. not. You, are you are you talking about how the Flash is going to come out and reset the universe and the new, they got the yeah. new Batman? Nope, because they're canceling. They're putting a pause on everything to do with Ezra Miller. Why? Because he just got arrested in Hawaii. No, he did not. He had the thing last year where he like punched that or choked out that girl in like uh, in the UK, and then he there's been rumors of him being having like breakdowns on set, and he just got arrested in Hawaii and like stalked the the people that whose home he was staying at or whatever. Like this goes back to what we were saying earlier about having better people around you because I feel like people don't have wow. the support system that they need because if. If there if there is something that's going on in a person's life and they're having issues, I would rather have someone that's going to have my back and be like, hey, you need to take a step back. We need to talk to a therapist. We need to uh, maybe take away a step away from the public eye and see what, what is actually causing these issues because you are throwing away your blessings. You have the opportunity to be basically the face of DC and reboot their whole DC cinematic universe and you're throwing that away dang that's crazy and i'm reading like i guess everyone is is asking for them to recast if they recast it's that 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 just starts everything all over again even yeah, worse. but but 
what they should do, honestly, what they should do, they shouldn't recast Barry Allen. They should recast The Flash as Wally West, who is the mo- more popular speedster anyway. Like, no one cares about Barry. The only reason that Barry Allen is popular right now is because of the Flash show. And, and actually, if you wanted to do that, just take Grant Gustin and be like, hey, now you're going to be our, our cinematic universe too, because that show can get canceled. You've can you you've been going on for eight seasons. Let's, let's stop. Let's, we let's, we let's already know you it. as the Flash. Now you come over here. And you make the same amount of money in, in three hours versus the show that the TV show you got to do every week grinding. I mean, it's still probably three months, the same amount of time. But yeah, what they really should do is they should just, they should have work something out with whatever footage they already have of him and ha- introduce Wally West. And Wally should be the one that reboots the, the universe. Like maybe he could, he, maybe. Flashpoint Paradox is where Barry gets lost in the time stream and then Wally ends up is looking for him and becomes the next the next Flash. And then the the DC universe It sounds like what? you want to be a it sounds like you're a writer, T. It sounds like you gotta figure it out. But you know what but you said something earlier that just stuck out in my stuck in my crawl. You said this is the DC universe. So good luck, Boo Boo. Good luck, because it's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna that's why I like I'm excited. Like it's funny because this this dropped today, and I was like, "Oh, because I love Charlize, and I love like I love I love Aquaman. I don't know why I've always loved that is probably my main character and the Joker, obviously from DC. That Aquaman. I what I just say? No, I, no, you said it right, but I'm just questioning. Aquaman is your DC character, but other than the Joker, Aquaman. Yeah, well, because uh, yes, it's something about it was it's something I don't want to get into it, but when I was a child. I mean, I like Aquaman because I like Jacob Jason Momoa. He, okay, he see, fought. that's you getting there. I'm talking about young Aquaman, and then obviously growing up. Well, I mean, I also like I like Calder better than Aquaman because he also does like the the mystic, the magic, like the the yeah, runes on his. I I like the that aspect of yeah, and it's also like Atlantis. I've always been obsessed with Atlantis too, which is another like weird thing, which is weird because I don't like fantasy up in the sky. But underground, I'm there. Don't ask. Then me you life. should watch Young Justice. This this season is all about Atlantis. Oh, maybe I will. That's on HBO, or is mm-hmm. that on? Well, that's it, damn it. Because you didn't took us. We we look. I don't know where you got to go, but you got to get the hell out of here. We didn't win all over <laughs> town. It is time to get the hell out. I well, hope you enjoyed all, this shit. <laughs> that's all we got for you this week. Uh, come back and join us next week. I'm sure we'll have some more shenanigans. Well, thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Come to the Cookout. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. If you have any questions, you can email us at come to the cookout at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tizom Van Cleef. That's T-I-Z-O-M-V-A-N-C-L-I-E-F. How about you, Brooklyn? And you can find me on all socials at Brooklyn, like the city, Gabbana, like the designer. You are always invited to our cookout. Now y'all come back now, you hear?